You're listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 227, The Solo Series. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra here with you. Episode 227, Six Small Habits That Will Change Your Life. That is what we're talking about on today's podcast episode. If you are new to She Runs the Show, number one, thank you for uh, taking the time to listen. Thank you to all my continued listeners who have supported me for years. I have some people who avidly listen to this podcast, who have listened to me for well, since it started, I'll put it to you like this. And thank you for your continued support. Uh, it, you know, look, it's it's getting to be fall. I can feel it here in Wyoming. It's getting, you know what the lows are here in August in Wyoming? 37 degrees. <laughs> exactly. So um, I don't know if we have summer, maybe for a couple weeks, but really we're already getting into fall. And then before you know it, it will be winter. And here in rural Wyoming, when it snows too much. They don't try to clean up the snow. They just close the gates and then you can't go anywhere. So, um, yeah, it reminds me of the movie, the shining a little bit, but not so scary. So I digress. Let me ask you a question. Are you an overachieving woman who feels like you can never do enough? You are doing it. You're crushing it. You're killing it. You're making things happen. And yet you still, at the end of the day, no matter how many accolades you get or things you win or amounts of revenue that you build or gigs you book or whatever it is, as an overachieving woman, you still look around and you go, why do I still not feel like enough? If you've ever had that experience, if you if you ever find yourself in the place where you're like, I keep doing, 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 and I'm at the top of my game, and I still feel like all I'm doing is hustling for my worthiness, then you're going to want to take my free training, which you can access. I'm going to give you the, the web link in a minute. It's called Return to You, How to Stop Hustling for Your Worthiness and Create the Life You Deserve. Let me say that again, because I want you to hear what the title means. Return to You how to stop hustling for your worthiness and create the life you deserve. You can access that free training. It's about 60 to 75 minutes. tinyurl.com forward slash return to you webinar. Again, to access that free training called return to you, tinyurl.com forward slash return to you webinar. And if you are someone who is a type B personality, you are not type A, you are not hustling for your worthiness, but you know women who are, please share that link with them because they certainly need to stop hustling for their worthiness. And this free training will teach them how exactly to do that. All right. Today we are talking in 227 about six small habits that will change your life. Let me sip tea because my voice needs my raspberry leaf tea. I have raspberry leaf tea every morning. It's part of my morning ritual. I also have a a mug that has K on it for my name. So I have these set rituals and we're going to talk about that because, you know, there, I found a powerful quote, of course, on Pinterest the other day. And here's what the quote says. It's the small habits, how you spend your mornings, how you talk to yourself, what you read, what you watch, who you share your energy with, who has access to you that will change your life. That's Michael Tonge. Hopefully I said that right, but I don't know. So let me read the quote again from Michael. It's the small habits, 
how you spend your mornings, how you talk to yourself, what you read, what you watch, who you share your energy with, who has access to you that will change your life. And so what I want to talk about today, especially as it relates to business, is this concept of it is not the big habits or the big moves that shift your business forward. It really comes down to the tiny things. The tiny things make all the difference in the world. So today I want to talk about six small habits that will change your life. The first habit is developing a solid, powerful morning routine. Number one, do you have a solid, powerful morning routine? Now, there are so many people who've written books and talked about this. I've talked about my hour of power, which is a Tony Robbins term. I actually do two hours of power now when I first wake up at 4 a.m. So it, it doesn't really matter what what your morning routine is. Nobody's got it perfect. Nobody's got it right. There is not only one way. There are a million ways to do that. A, a solid morning routine, which is why I find most people get stuck on not having a consistent solid morning routine because they see so many different options and they don't know which one is the right one. You know which one is the right one for you? The one you can do consistently. How about that? The right, solid, powerful morning routine for you is the one you can do consistently. Now, a few months ago, my my hour of power or my hours of power consisted of three to four hour workouts. So I change what that solid, powerful hour of power or hours of powers look like for me, depending on a number of things, what season I'm in, what I'm focusing on. Um, you know, I needed to cut back on the exercise for health reasons so I do change the specifics of what I do. What does not change is that I start my day with my hour of power or hours of power. So what am I saying? The first small habit that will absolutely change your life is how you start your day. How, how you choose to begin that day. What is your routine? Um, you know, how do you wake up? Do you wake up in gratitude? And do you wake up putting your feet on the ground and going, thank you, God, that I can walk and I can move and I can get myself out of bed? How do you get up in the morning? That's a solid, powerful morning routine alone. When you brush your teeth and you look in the mirror, what do you say to yourself? What do you think about yourself? So the first small habit that will literally change your life is developing a powerful, solid morning routine, whether that is a five minute routine, a wake up routine, a two hour routine, develop something you can stick with that is powerful for you. The second small habit that will literally change your life is how you talk to yourself. How you talk to yourself. When was the last time you really paid attention to what your inner dialogue looks like, your self-talk looks like? What kinds of things do you say to yourself when you do wake up and you look in the mirror? Do you go, oh, you look horrible. Oh, I'm so tired. I mean, what is that inner dialogue looking like on a pretty consistent basis? So the second small habit that will change your life is starting to pay attention to how you talk to yourself. And when you find that you're not talking to yourself in a way that is productive and helpful and inspiring and invigorating, then you need to immediately shift that. Now, the first way to get to a positive place of how you talk to yourself on a consistent basis is really to spend seven to 10 days tracking what you do say to yourself, because you've got to make the unconscious conscious. And when it comes to how you talk to yourself, the best way to make the unconscious conscious is to keep a journal of things that you're saying in your own head. Like put it on paper in your own handwriting so you can at the end of every day review it and you can go, man, I don't like the way I talk to myself. I don't like um, how judgmental I am or how critical I am or what I say to myself. I don't like that. So observe and shift your thoughts to only those things that empower you. Start by keeping a seven to 10 day track 
of what you're saying and thinking about yourself so that after that, you really know what your past pattern or habit has been of talking to yourself and you can shift that in a more positive direction. So second small habit that will change your life is how you talk to yourself. Third small habit that will change your life is what you read. What are you reading? Are you reading at all? I know a lot of people who don't read at all. Listen, Audible's reading too, folks. Like listen to Audible, that's reading too. But you've got to put things in your ears from from other authors, people who've learned the lessons that you're trying to learn. And you need to have some form of reading in your life every single day, some form of I'm opening my mind to a new concept. You know, I read lots of books. I don't read all of them from beginning to end. I sort of read them to a point where I get what I need out of it and then I move on to the next thing. Sometimes I read them all the way to the end. But you don't have to finish every book that you start reading. Let me just debunk that perfectionist reading notion crap right now. You don't have to finish every book that you start. But you do need to pull out one or two kernels of wisdom from everything that you consume that you can use as a lever to shift your life forward, to move it forward. And you won't do that if you're not reading. So the third small habit that will change your life is literally spend 10 minutes a day and read something. 10 minutes a day and listen to Audible. Listen to an Audible chapter a day. But what you consume, what you read, has the power to transform your life. I have tons of books on my bookshelves, and each of them in their own little ways have transformed how I've seen the world and myself and my life. And I've taken kernels of each of those things, and I've applied them to my life. Now, can I apply some of those books, you know, on a much deeper level. Absolutely. That's why I go over Napoleon Hill's Thinking We're Rich all the time. That book is so chock full of just small things that you think are not major, but they actually are, that I'm constantly in that book over and over again, rereading it, because there's so much to do with what's being said in that book. So the third small habit that will literally change your life is reading what you read. So if you're not reading, read. If you hate to read, listen to Audible. That's still reading. But get other people's wisdom in your life. Fourth thing, fourth small habit that will change your life is what you watch. What are you watching? What are you watching? Right now I'm watching Grey's Anatomy season 15. I'm watching Grey's Anatomy season 15. I'm telling you it's transforming my life. I just... I have had a period of years where I was not, I was really a Grey's Anatomy fan in the beginning of the show. And then the last couple of years, I really haven't watched TV at all because I've been working on my business and doing other things in my life. But now I've come back to Netflix and I've come back to Grey's Anatomy. And literally, I'm just going to tell you, every episode just, I mean, Shonda Rhimes' words just feeds my soul. Now that's very different than when I was on a kick of keeping up with the Kardashians, which from time to time I still will watch as a Sunday stress relief moment. But when I was all up in, you know, Real Housewives of the OC and Real Housewives of Atlanta and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and keeping up with the Kardashians, it just was overkill on the reality TV. And you have to start to ask yourself, What am I watching? And is this edifying me? Is this uplifting me? Is this giving me ideas for my business? Is this giving me ideas for my life? Is this showing me what I want to live? Because here's the thing, what you focus on grows. If I, I'm going to get, I'm going to tell you a personal story because it's, it just is so true to life. I grew up on soap operas, literally grew up on soap operas. I remember when Sammy was young on Days of Our Lives and Sammy and I are pretty similar in age. I think she's a little bit older than I am. 
uh, in the actress in real life. But I remember I grew up on Days of Our Lives, One Life to Live, Tina and Cordero, who does not remember Tina and Cord, um, General Hospital as I got into my 20s, right? So I, I literally grew up on um, a little bit of Young and the Restless. So Neil, God rest his soul, Christoph. Um, but I grew up on Days of Our Lives, One Life to Live, a little bit of Young and the Restless, um, very little All My Children, although I always knew, who was it? Kelly Ripa. And Mark Consuelos, I always remember that couple. Erica Kane, of course. Um, <clears throat> Some Guiding Light loved Santa Barbara. For those of you who are old enough to even remember Santa, loved Santa Barbara. I mean, that was my show. Um, I grew up on a number of soap operas. And I remember when I was going through my, my first divorce and custody battle, I remember one of the things that my ex-husband said to me was as we were going through the midst of all these court battles and all of this nonsense, is he said to me, he said, well, you always love soap operas. Now you get to live in one. Now you get to live in one. You always love soap. And you know what hit me hard about that was not that my life was a hot mess at that time. And it was not that I was actually living a soap opera. It was the thought that by watching those soaps, because at one point I'd wanted to be a soap writer and a soap actress and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what really hurt me the most about that statement was that I had brought that to me by focusing so much on watching those things my entire childhood, young adult life. I had literally attracted a soap opera into my life in my own life because I had been so consumed by what I was watching. I So, so even though I love Bone Hope on Days of Our Lives... When After he said that to me, I never watched a soap again. I mean, from time to time, I flip channels, but I will not stay on a soap opera. I will not watch one. Never again. And the reason is really simple. Not simply that they're dying in existence, which they are. But I realized that that, I mean, literally I'd watch soaps probably from the age of eight or 10 until... 29 or 30. So literally 20 years of focusing and watching soap operas had created, I had attracted to me a soap opera in my life. And I decided at that moment that I was not ever going to do that again with what I watch. So, um, I watch news. I do. Um, I, I, I keep a shield up with that kind of stuff because even that is pretty toxic, but I spend a lot of my time watching things that edify me. Grey's Anatomy, um, documentaries like Emotion Code, and I don't watch a lot of TV, period, like really at all in general. So when I do watch TV, it's got to be stuff that edifies. So the the next small habit that will literally change your life, right? So first is develop that solid, powerful morning routine. The second is how you talk to yourself. The third is what you read. The fourth small habit that we just talked about is what you watch. So really look at what you're watching on TV. I stopped watching scary movies for the same reason. I really believe that scary movies bring in a ton of negative energy into your home. And so I used to be a Freddy Krueger fan. I used to be a Poltergeist fan. I used to be, a, uh, you know, anything with ghosts, not anymore. No, no exorcism in this house, because you know what? I don't want that energy in this house. So again, the fourth small habit that will change your life is what are you watching? The fifth small habit that will change your life is who you share your energy with. See, energy is not neutral. I've talked about this on episode after episode after episode. Some of you who've listened to me for years, you're probably like, do we have to talk about energy again? Yes, we do, because all human beings are energy and nobody is neutral. 
So the, the fifth small habit that will change your life is you being very conscientious about who you share your energy with. I'm really big on be responsible for the energy that you bring into the space. If it's not good energy, I don't want it in here. Period. And if you are in situations where you're like, well, I can't just cut out this person. They're my project manager. I hired them. I need to find somebody new, but they're super negative or, you know, whatever. There are situa family situations where you cannot cut out the negative person from your life completely. Here's what I say. You still need to take a Jedi lightsaber and visualize you white lighting yourself and protecting your energy before you go into any interaction with that person. So who you share your energy with, who you allow in your presence, how much of yourself you share with other people, how much information you give them, how vulnerable. Vulnerability is not for everybody. Your vulnerability is only for those who've earned the right to hear your story, as Brene Brown puts it. So I say all of this to say that the fifth small habit that will change your life is deciding being very selective about who you share your energy with. And the sixth small habit that will literally change your life is who has access to you. Who has access to you? Who are you giving access to? This is why I've said this many episodes. You will never hear me talk at length on, on any social platform on about my personal life in general, like my marriage or uh, my children. You'll never hear that because I am very selective about who has access to all levels of me. And a lot of people are not selective enough. And then you wonder why you get burned. Who has access to you? Who are you giving access to? You know, a, a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in the beginning, they make the mistake of going, oh, this person can't afford my coaching services, so I'm just going to give it to them for free. No, no, no. No, no, no. Who has access to you? What is your price? You know, I let me tell you something that really just inspires me. When I go into somebody, when I seek out somebody's services, whether it's a coach or a consultant or a lawyer or whoever, I seek out somebody's services and I sit down with them and I prefer to do face-to-face -face meetings. I'm kind of old fashioned that way when I can't, can't always do that. But when I can, I like to do face-to-face -face meetings and I sit down with that person and I, and I say to them at some point in the conversation, we get to the price point, right? I, I have a videographer that I'm going to hire to shoot a bunch of videos for me next spring in Utah. And, um, we got to the point where he sent me an email. I said, okay, this is the part that most people don't like. Here's the price. And I was like, this is a fantastic price. I don't know what you're talking about, but I could tell that he'd heard from many other people who probably sought out his services that it was too expensive. Uh, my hairdresser, another example, she unapologetically says, this is my price. You want to weave? This is my price. This is what it is. I sat with another person who, I mean, her price is through the roof. And she literally looked at me with the confidence of a queen, which she should have. And she said, this is what I cost. And that inspires me to no end because if you're going to be successful in business, you have to be able to clearly articulate to other people what it's going to take to have access to you. And unapologetically, like not so, oh, so, you know, like this is my pride, eh unapologetically communicate. This is what, I, this is what it costs. This is your investment to have access to me. And if they don't like it, they're not for you. And you just let them go to find somebody who is for them. But again, when you start to become selective about who has access to you, you literally change your life because you stop playing these cat and mouse games of, oh, well, am I worthy? Am I not? Do I deserve it? Are they going to pay? Can they pay? Yes, they can pay. Those who are for you can pay. So it's time to just say, this is what I'm worth. 
This is what I charge. If you would like access to me, here's the investment you're going to make and just do the damn thing. So again, let me go over that. The six small habits that will literally change your life. Number one, develop a solid, powerful morning routine. It does not have to be two hours like mine is. It can be 10 minutes, but you know what's going to work for you consistently. Number two, small habit number two, how you talk to yourself. Notice how you talk to yourself. Shift the game on your inner dialogue. Make sure it empowers and invigorates you. It should be uplifting. You should be your biggest cheerleader in your head. And if you're not, you need to fix it. Habit number three, what are you reading? What are you reading? Stop reading these depressing things that like, or, or even, you know, fantasy is good, but like if you're reading fantasy books because you want to, if you're reading Harry Potter because you don't like your life and you don't want to face your life, that's a problem. So what are you reading? Is it lifting you up? Is it moving you forward? Habit number four, what are you watching? Like turn off CNN and Fox, literally. A little bit of that is good. Too much of that is really bad. Stop getting upset with politics. I see too many people on Facebook who are just literally pulling out their hair, fighting about politics. Do you know what? Every four years to eight years, things are going to change. Every 10 years, things are going to dramatically change. It doesn't matter who's leading right now. Your destiny is not based on who's president at this moment. Just letting you know. Your destiny is based on what you focused on. If you focus on being frustrated with the presidency and Congress and whoever else at the time, because everybody's frustrated <clears throat> with a presidency at some point, then you are wasting your life putting the power of your energy in the wrong direction. So what are you watching is small habit number four. What are you like? Who are you sharing your energy with is number five. Who are you allowing into your inner circle and do they need to be fired today? Because if so, fire them. Who are you sharing your energy with? And are you white lighting yourself to protect yourself from emotional vampires and energy drainers? Which you're bound to come across in your lifetime. So like it's not about getting rid of all of them, but it is about shielding yourself from them so that they don't suck you dry like the emotional vampires they are. And the sixth habit that will change your life is who has access to you? Who has access to you and what are you charging for the access to you, especially in business? Like, what do you, what is your time worth? And are you unapologetically communicating that? Or are you, you know, kind of people pleasing and human doormatting and doing all this kind of stuff and feeling bad because you charge premium prices? No, if you charge premium prices, then they're for people who can afford you. And the ones who can't have many free resources, it's called Google. It's called Google. Just saying. So again, this may sound harsh, but let's get real. Your small habits are either making or breaking your business. Your small habits are either making or breaking your life. It is not the big habits that matter. It's the small habits because you don't get to the big habits and being consistent with them unless the small habits are right. So look at your life. Look at how you spend your day. Are your small habits right or are your small habits just, you know, you're just not consistent. And if you're not consistent, then you're getting what you have decided you want to get from life because you aren't showing up for life and you aren't taking it seriously. And if you want different results, you have to do different things. So look at your small habits, see how you measure up with these six small habits. They literally, once you practice them consistently, will change your life. Let them, let them in, go all in on this, align with these small habits and change your life. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Again, please check out my free training, Return to You, How to Stop Hustling for Your Worthiness and Create the Life You Deserve. It's for overachieving women specifically. You can access that free training at tinyurl.com 
forward slash return to webinar and we'll catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.